Django has a handful of console commands to help manage and develop sites. Django Rich adds color and nice formatting. Super cool. In a recent release, Django Rich also adds nice colorized tracebacks to the Django test runner. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to Test and Code. So welcome to Test and Code. I am excited to have Adam back on. Adam's been on the show a couple times before. Uh, we were talking about uh, boosting your Django DX uh, last time. And uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. And then we have an extra person. At the end of the talk, when I was talking to Adam, he's mentioned to me that it'd be really cool to talk about the Django Rich uh, test runner that's coming in. So th we're, that's what we're talking about today. And we also have David on. So David, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, um, thank you very much for, for having me here today. Um, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been working with Python for the past uh, three or four years now. Um, involved in contributing to a couple of Django projects. Uh, I am one of the maintainers of Django Crispy Forms, which is a package that helps you render your uh, forms in Python code. And I am also a member of the Django triage and review team. Uh, so I contribute regularly to uh, Django core. Um, That's, this is impressive. You, you mentioned before we started recording that you've really only been using Python for a few years. Is that true? Yeah, I started learning as a as a hobby, um, maybe three or four years ago now. Um, as a day job, I'm an, an accountant, so I feel like a, a, the the biggest imposter um, being here today. So, an accountant, and you're a Python developer, and you're contributing to Django, and even maintaining, uh, doing triage for Django issues, and um, and maintaining a package or two or three. That's pretty cool. Nice. Um, well, so Jane, we wanted to talk about uh, start out with Django Rich uh, and the runner, but so those are two different. That's kind of one package, right? But the runner's been added. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Django Rich is a package I created actually whilst writing my book to integrate Django with uh, Rich, which is this beautiful um, text formatting library for the command line. And I always had this idea to create the test, a test runner so that when you use Django's test framework, you get nice colored results. And David is the one who's actually gone and done it. Well, before we talk about the runner part of it, what is before the runner came in, what did Django Rich give you that we didn't have out of the box? Um, one key feature, really. So Django has this concept of management commands, which are a structured way of uh, building a command that uh, you can run within the context of your project, um, and it's a command line based class, and that gives you argpass pre-configured, and then a way to output. And Django Rich extended that with a rich console for output, so no longer are you restricted to the built-in output formatting in Django, which has some colorization, but not much. You can use all the features of Rich, which are things like a progress bar, um, panels, and uh, scrollable text in whatever you like. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, everything's been going uh, going multicolored with the with Rich recently, so that's nice. So, um, David, how did you get involved with uh, this project? So, um, I was working on the Django um, test runner that's in core that is used to um, run Django's own test suite with a view of uh, enabling parallel running um, on Mac and Windows. And while I was working on that, um, I was interested in Django and Bridge and um, how we can colorize the outputs. So I looked yeah. at um, Django and Rich and I shared a, uh, a post on Twitter showing, hey, look at the output that you can generate um, from the unit test runner um, using Rich. Um, Adam commented that he had a, a package that was Django and Rich um, together. So I made a, a pull request to merge that feature um, into Adam's package. How long were you working on this? Was it a difficult project? So we needed to override two or three classes within the unit test framework. And the main changes were to output the, um, the color for when a test passes or fails. So the, the, the test results, um, that gave you your color of the, the, the green dots as they go along. Um, and we also caught the exceptions if there are any and pass those to Rich's wonderful um, exception um, handler. Um, and that produces the, uh, the, the rich tracebacks, which give you a much nicer output for your failed tests than the, the standard unit test output. So you get a little snippet of the, the, the lines of the, the code where the test was failed and also the uh, the locals that um were in your code at, at, at the exception. oh yeah like there's a on the um the github repo page readme there's a an image on there um showing this and it looks great this is cool and the um the color and the, the output is all from rich so rich does the the hard work um we're just passing the exception um, to Rich, and um, yeah, the, the, the wonderful package that Rich um, is is doing all the hard work. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, one of my favorite features is is also a bit hidden. Um, during the output, whenever it, it outputs uh, locations with the file name colon the the line number, I think, and in most terminals you can command click that, and it will open that file in your editor. So you can go straight from the failed results to the place in the code. Um, yeah, so it's like command click on Mac, control click on, on Linux and Windows, depending on your terminal. So it puts like links in there? That's yeah, there's cool. a protocol for doing them in the terminal these days, apparently, and Rich has adopted it. Nice. This is under the unit test, test runner. So there's, there's kind of two that people use in Django that I know of is that the, the default is unit test. And then uh, some people use PyTest Django. So this would be using the unit test version, right? Right, yes. Uh, I would say it's like a, a way of trying to get Django's unit test runner a bit more up to scratch with PyTest for those who can't or aren't willing to, to make the effort to change the stuff. So what are some of the differences? Are there 
are there big gaps in functionality or is it just the, the look and feel of it? And um, yeah, like the unit test um, doesn't have so many features built in by default. Django adds a few. Um, David has been helping get the parallel test running in Django, um, which has existed for a while, but it's never worked uh, on platforms that don't support forks. So that includes macOS since Python 3.8, although there is a workaround. Um, whereas with PyTest, you can install PyTest XDist, and that does what Django will now do in spawning processes. Um, okay, so the Django test so runner does parallel stuff now? And it has done it with fork for a while, like the OS fork system fork, but that doesn't work everywhere. Um, okay. So, yeah, so there's all these features Django has to add like that to try and get closer to what PyTest offers out of the box, but there's still others. Is that with the part of Django Rich, or is that built into Django now? That's built into Django, yeah. Okay. So, you, so David, you're contributing directly to the Django as well. Yes, um, I. I guess I like camp camping rules. Just want to li leave the world a better place, and um, yeah, uh, it's. I enjoy. I enjoy doing it. That's nice. I mean, that's the kind of attitude we need. Um, a lot of people to have for us to push all these nice packages forward. Mm -hmm. One of the questions that we brought up was. Why not? Why have this Django Rich as part of a separate package, and why not just have it in Django Core? And there's a there's a kind of a philosophy around uh, Django contributions of new features. Django has a, a philosophy of uh, a philosophy of being um, stable and reliable. Um, so often, when somebody will come along with a, a new feature, the recommendation will be to add that as a third-party package that people can um, install themselves and allow for a, um, a faster development cycle than Django itself. So Django has a, an eight monthly relay cycle. Um, so it might be um, quite slow for, for, for Django to include new features and, and um, correct any, any, any changes in a, in a immature um, package or feature um, and sometimes that's good enough it's there people people can install it if they need it um, and then sometimes that can be the the, the basis and the proof point for um, further consideration of um, including it in core at a later date I think Adam you've had a, a number of packages where you've um, had that approach um, Maybe not a number, definitely like a couple, but yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I like this um, idea of, of code being proven in the wild before it gets uh, merged and committed for maintenance. Um, there, in the earlier days of Django, I guess there were features that uh, needed drastic changes after they've been added, uh, or they needed like a painful deprecation cycle where the old way and the new way both have to work for quite a while before we considered it. So it is nice to see things evolve outside. Um, yeah, for example, here, the Django rich package, we've added the test runner, and now anyone using even Django 2.2, which is still within support for like another 15 days or however long it is until the day in April its support gets dropped, um, 
people using that such old versions can use it. Um, whereas if we made it into Django 4.1, the next version at the end of this year, we'd be sitting here not knowing if it worked for like several more months, and then we finally find out. So, oh, that's a that's kind of a cool benefit of uh, developing stuff as a package first, because then you can. Like you said, you can people can use it now on even older versions of Django, um, if, as long as it supports multiple versions of Django. So yes, and if you're using the long-term support versions of Django, it might be another year or eighteen months before you actually can use that new feature. Yeah, that's actually that's pretty neat. I didn't think about it like that. And it, is Django um, uh, since I'm, I'm doing. I'm, developed a couple sites with Django but not really extensively um, is it set up such that there's a, enough hooks in place that uh, having a, a, a Django extension package is relatively easy or at least doable <laughs> I think one of the things whilst working on this was um, actually it was very simple to um, use the, um, the the test runner you just need to add a additional setting to your settings.py file to enable this to work. Um, and reflected that over the, the last few weeks of actually that's part of Django's philosophy and how, how it's built that it does allow these customizations. Nice. And uh, Adam, you've been working for working with Django for a long time. Have you, have you uh, felt this way also that extending it's pretty easy? Yeah, in general, like everything is replaceable and you can see what you'd need to replace as well from a typical project settings file because you normally config configure Django by like naming the classes that are going to be used or by um, perhaps importing and referencing them. Um, so if you were looking at, say, a Django template engine, you know where that lives inside Django from using it because you always write out the full import path to that class. So it's pretty transparent as to how you could jump in and like, oh, if I took that class and subclassed it for my project, I can make a custom template engine that does so-and-so or a custom database backend or a custom test runner in this case. Nice. One other thing about, uh, I, I guess, why it's not in Django core itself is the, the dependency that um, comes with Rich. Um, typically, I think Django is, um, what's the right phrase, um, doesn't take dependencies on lightly. Um, so if we were to include this, you'd be adding a, a, a dependency on Rich, um, and that would be quite a, a, a big decision, I would feel, for, for Django itself. Yeah, it would be. Um, for many of the things that Django can use as dependencies, they're completely optional. And um, it's like a Django does a try import, and if that thing isn't there, it just it just doesn't use it. Um, but maybe for the test run, the best experience would be to allow you to explicitly opt in or something. So maybe it's better as a package, at least for now, until we see. Like, Rich is probably considered pretty stable because even Pip is using it now. But still, Django, it would be another, like, got to convince everyone that it's a good idea. Hey, OK, that being said, Pip also vendored it. So right. um, 
yeah, we can't really vendor things inside a web, web framework. It's not. It would be very responsible to like duplicate all the dependencies. Is it is it something where you could have it like turned on during development and turn it off for deployment? That's an absolutely viable way. I mean, for the test run, it, it by definition is only in your test environment. Um, for your other commands, um, well, the way the Django Rich thing it, it works, it's you would it be explicitly using the rich features, so you couldn't easily turn them off unless you wrote two versions of your code. It, would there be a reason to turn it off though? I mean, does it slow it down at all? Or I don't, I don't think so. I think rich is pretty performant, and um, I set set up the rich runner on a client project last week and used it on CI and you know GitHub Actions. There's no colors, and it gracefully degrades, so it still renders like it's pretty boxes and for, and like layout, but we just don't get the colors, and that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so any uh, any uh, any future developments for this? Yeah, so um, one future thing that we um, have got a pull request for is to add timing of outputs as well. So it will um, output the 10, say, slowest tests of your test suite. Um, and that they will then allow you to, to work out where your slow tests are and uh, look to address those. Yeah, that would be super useful. Um, there have been packages in the past adding this to Django's you know, testy runner, and they've like fallen out of maintenance or not worked um, completely perfectly. So I hope you're looking forward to see that. And then that's another thing that's like built into PyTest, but we need a tool um, for those projects not using PyTest. Is that a feature that's out of the box with PyTest? Um, I think it was a plugin that got merged. Um, similar to the way we're talking about merging things into Django. Um, yeah, so it's like dash dash durations. Um, and the way PyTest works these days is it, internally it is a small a bundle of plugins, many of these extra features. So. One of the things PyTest does is support unit test classes. So you can move to using PyTest, but you don't have to use, you don't have to change all your old tests. You can, I mean, you might want to in the future because you can make use of fixtures and everything, but at least initially, you can just start using using it on the new tests, um, and uh, and that that unit test support is built as a plugin um, that just comes automatically. So from that PyCharm developers survey, um, they asked developers what unit testing frameworks they're using. I'm looking at the 2020 stats. So I, I couldn't find the 2021 one. And so 37% of people say they're not doing any unit testing. Okay, um, 49% say they use PyTest and 28% uh, say they use unit tests. So PyTest is definitely ahead, but not by a huge amount. If we divide those out by the, like what percentage of developers who say they do testing use which, then 44% are using unit tests and 78% use PyTest. So clearly significant overlap of people using a bit of both. Do we know how the percentage of just Django users? Um, right. No, these stats are for all Python developers. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, both are great, and I I would, as much as a uh, a cheerleader for PyTest as I am, I would uh, it would be sad if unit test went away. So I'm 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 glad that there's the Django unit test is getting some some love, and uh, I want people to keep maintaining the unit test framework in Python itself because it's a it's a great framework. So.
Um, well, thank you both for uh, coming on the show, uh, and um, uh, good luck with uh, the timing. I can't wait to see that, um, and keep us up to date if there's there's new cool developments in the Django or Django testing world. So thanks a lot. Thanks for having us, Brian. Thank you very much. Thank you, Adam and David. Great talk. Thanks for your efforts on Django. Thank you, Patreon supporters. You rock for sticking with me. Seriously, you keep me going. Keep me going by joining at testingcode.com support. And thank you, listeners. If you found value in the episode, do me a favor. Share it. Let one of your colleagues know about it. Tweet about it. Tell a friend. Help the podcast grow by one. Thanks for listening. Now go out and try to have fun coding. <laughs>